Welcome back to another edition of Scoreline Extra with myself, Sinead Kyo. Lots coming up on the show today. We have all of the post-match reaction from the KCLR McCallment Cup where Evergreen took on Thomastown United and Evergreen, of course, getting the 4-0 victory there over Thomastown on Sunday. We'll also hear from everyone involved in Kilkenny Camogie's victory over Limerick in the Camogie All-Ireland Championship. And we'll also get all of the reaction to Carlo overcoming Tipperary in the Taltlin Cup. But first, we spoke to Steffi Fitzgerald from Kilkenny to get her reaction after Kilkenny had that great win over Limerick in the Camogie Championship on Saturday. Steffi Fitz, job done. Two games played, two victories. 121 to 6 point victory over Limerick you must be happy with that performance today Ah oh, yeah sure you know have to be 2 out of 2 is what you're kind of looking for you know um, we said at the start of the championship that we wanted to come in and start getting our scoring up as high as we could and I think we're kind of showing that now after the down game we want to come here again and we knew it was going to be kind of tough enough coming into Nolan Park our home grounds and all we wanted was victory and that's what we got we expecting a bigger test from Limerick because we played him a couple of times in the last couple of years but I don't know was it the performance that she put in today uh, that contributed to Limerick's downfall because what we see from Limerick today is not their usual self I suppose we're probably expecting a bigger test than what they did today but look conditions were tough with the heat and I think as a team we'd be happy with our performance and we'll drive on from here must be great playing with your sister back in the back line there as well as on you said you're usually in the forwards but uh, it must be great to have her and knowing that she's back in the defence there as well I uh, sure I was in the forwards for the league and sure I suppose went back to the backs now and I had her to kind of help me along with it but yeah no it's nice getting to play along with your sister inside in the county and the young players we can see you have a couple of fans here beside us as well <laughs> what was it like having them around and especially for the guard of honour when you came out here today I yeah sure it's brilliant we even said there at training during the week that we haven't had a home game since the first league game I think was against Limerick so even to just have it inside here in Nolan Park it's great for the younger generation to come in and look at us and it's great that we put farm firm as well Antrim is up now next but you have a two week break looking forward to that one? Ah yeah sure we'll be looking forward to going up the north again a long trip ahead of us but sure we'll look forward to it anyway Alright well well done today and best of luck Thanks William Martin We also caught up with Kilkenny manager Brian Dowling to get his reaction on the win. Brian, job done. Two out of two. Good performance here against Limerick today in round two of the championship. 121 to six point victory over Limerick. You must be happy. Yeah, look, we're happy. I suppose this is our fifth week on the trot playing, you know, and it's not easy to, to keep going and mentally for the girls to keep going. But look, in fairness to them, um, the attitude the last five weeks have been brilliant. You know, I was kind of taught myself maybe one or two of the games we might be complacent or maybe a bit sluggish. But I was delighted with the first half. Um, you know, I think we were really good. We used the ball very well. You know, went in 13 points up. Obviously, we didn't push on as much as we'd like in the second half. But look, I suppose the game was kind of over with 15, 20 minutes to go. But um, look, scored 121, and we didn't concede a goal today, which was, was something we really worked on, and we didn't want. 
into you know the last couple of days kind of in a sloppy goal and so we kept a clean sheet as well so look we're delighted um, to come away with the win today Yeah I suppose the whole game itself latter end of that second half kind of fell flat a small little bit were you conserving energy as well I mean twas job done you had the game won almost at half time I know you can't be complacent but were you expecting a, a better to- a, a better game from Limerick I suppose you could say or did your first half actually contribute to their downfall I'm not sure look we're definitely conserving energy anyway. I've never I've never in a challenge match or a championship match tell these girls to save energy you know we want to keep going every single second of the match um, you know so it was up and down last week there was a, a clip you know that we with, with four minutes gone to injury time with four players chasing down getting a hook in and that's what we want you know we have to stay going to the last whistle um, you know the last couple of days I suppose the game has been won with 15-20 minutes to go there's going to be a day where very soon that it's not going to be that case and we have to stay going and stay going and look again it's not about Limerick it's about us we have to get ourselves right um, last year we've loads of examples you know the one I keep going back to the girls is up in Westmead we were off the, off the pace we were sluggish 15 minutes to go they were beating us and you know that's the game we keep going back to that from attitude's not right any team can take you you know and you know in fairness these girls you can see they're growing in confidence every week um, you know Neve Dealy there has, has been marking some of the best forwards in the country and she's getting better and better and that's what we want these players standing up that they're they're really feeling part of this now and you know they're not kind of waiting in the wings anymore that they're they're actually the main ones on the team now You spoke with me a couple of weeks ago especially at Offaly about the free count you weren't happy with it you must have been delighted with the first half the free count was totally non-existent the backs played very very well maybe not so much in the second half Yeah well to be honest I won't be too harsh on the girls because I didn't think some of them were frees um, you know again it's, it's very frustrating there in the second half You're, you want Camogie flown and I personally thought the last 20 minutes was, was, was free after free after free you know and it, it's hard to watch that you know and we've said this before you know and then it comes to the other in semi-finals and finals it seems to be great flow of the game but some of these matches I don't know there seems to be stop start stop start and look we want people coming in here watching Camogie matches and want them excited want to you know great brilliant to see all the kids in here today playing at half time and, and playing before the matches intermediates as well double header is brilliant and they want to see a free flowing game they want to see Denise, Bo- Denise Gall on the ball from play and not standing over freeze or vice versa for Cueva Costello you know I want a bit, of, a bit more flow like we're, we're talking about physicality contact you know I think it has to be clarified what is a what is a physical what is a contact you know because there's one or two freeze need either got to get a card there in the second half and I just I can't understand what that's for if that's a yellow card like what are we what are we telling these players you know and I'm sorry for on the rant but it's just it's frustrating and you know I'm saying it after we win so I'm not I'm not uh, sour well, grapes don't, like don't worry because I've ranted already during the live broadcast I mean I don't know if you saw as much of the intermediate match at all but the comparisons between the two like there was challenges going in there were heavy tackles no one was minding it there was very few frees in it and everyone was happy enough and in the second match here then as you said it was a stop start affair and nobody really wants to see that they do want to see the free flowing game yeah because look we have brilliant Camogie players out there in both teams and you know we want to see it you know good passages play and I thought it was in the first half but second half I suppose was stop start but um, look again we can only control what we can do and I said I thought our tackling was better today um, you know I think we had five frees conceded at half time I'm not sure what the overall was but um, look they scored six points I think four of them maybe came from free so it's not too bad I suppose Antrim is next up you have a two week break and you're probably going to need it Aoife Dial went off was looked like a bad enough injury there today any update on Horforce and then Antrim coming up in a fortnight's time yeah I'm not too sure um, Aoife look it's, it's, a, it's a knee injury but we're hoping it's okay it's not too serious um, I hope it's Kellyanne her sister has had bad bad knee injuries in the past and look we need a bit of luck Aoife Pendergast was supposed to play today she had to pull out last minute so look we're looking at Lauren Norris is, is struggling with an injury at the moment so look we need everyone available you know and it's important um, you know it's want to mention as well Michelle Teen her auntie passed away during the week was buried yesterday um, Barbara Teen and you know she was a big follower of the team I know she was watching the, the Leinster final and was very proud of Michelle and I'm sure she's looking down today 
today and she's very proud of Michelle given that performance and you know it's, it's great testament to Michelle that she went out today and played It was as I said answering then in a fortnight's time not going to be an easy one probably an overnighter for yourselves as well with the journey is in it but going into it having the two wins on the board must give you great confidence Yeah look we're looking forward to now but I suppose we need to recharge the batteries a little bit now and pull back and make sure that we're ready for two weeks time you know it's said to the girls it's great it doesn't matter you play as many games as you want once you're hurling well and winning it's a lot easier you know though it's a long trip up we will be staying overnight so just make sure we're ready we're not you know we have to be ready again and it's, it's a different proposition and we'll have to study Antrim see what they're like we haven't come across them at senior level for a while so look it's another another challenge for us now going up there it's never going to be easy up there um, but look we'll, we'll, we'll charge batteries now and hopefully get the bodies uh, in good good, good you know, in good state for that game One final thing the young players after the game all running after the players trying to get autographs it was great to see the profile of the game but it was great to have a double header here in UPMC in Olin Park this afternoon but even the guard of honour to see the girls coming in that's what you want to see young players following the, the players themselves and getting to know them a bit better Yeah look that's brilliant you know I, I haven't seen that too often in a camogie match um, you know but like they, they need they need heroes you know and they need to be here seeing matches and in fairness county board the match here straight away was put here and the match against Offaly is here that's what we want like we want you playing in here um, we want the crowd you know decent crowd in here and you said getting the young people in playing at half time you know they hopefully looking on and, and watching like the Katie Power and East Gall and Eve Dealey and look I want to be there in a few years that's what it's about and getting these players in here or getting these kids in here is brilliant Perfect well thanks a million Brian yeah. best luck again Antrim right. Thanks Mark It was a great day for Carlo football supporters as the Barrow Siders had a great win over Tipperary, knocking them out of the Taltlin Cup. We spoke to football manager Niall Carew after the game. Niall, congratulations. I know we had a different style interview in, in Louth and it's not easy after losing the Leinster Championship, but this competition is man-made for a team like Carlo and uh, what a performance today and you have to be the happiest man not in Carlo tonight but in Ireland I think Yeah I'm very pleased I'm really happy for the bunch of players uh, and I'm happy too for the likes of Jim Bulger and the county board that have backed us and everything as well uh, because you know sometimes we kind of I suppose not treat the players um, with 100% respect you know I'm not saying that Carlo never did but sometimes we leave it on the long finger and the county board really got behind us, led by Jim, um, and I'm just thrilled for, I suppose, for all the players, Brendan, because they put in such an effort all year. And the one good thing I like about about Carlo, Carlo people in general, that the genuine people that go to the games is that there's no one out ballyragging anyone. Everyone wants Carlo to succeed. Anyone that goes to the match wants Carlo to succeed. And I think the players knew that. And we were here yesterday for about an hour and a half, and we just walked through some set plays, um, you know, for ourselves and for the opposition and we had a conversation and we just said look for Carlo football to move on like a performance is one thing but we need a win um, and you know we firmly believed and you've probably seen it with our style of play <coughs> like we never took a step back and we no. promised ourselves we wouldn't take a step back um, so no I'm pleased with that uh, all over the field Just mentioned the one or two of the players it is a short turnaround I do believe till the next round of the, the competition that hasn't helped the Westmeads and the Leashes and the Hurling in Division 1 so the short turnaround can be a problem but I think the youth on this Carlos side could be a big benefactor for yourself Yeah absolutely I just hope the likes of um, 
Shawnee Bambrick is okay and Connor Dial um, they went off with Nichols Dara Bryan will definitely be out um, but um, yeah no we have a good bit of pace and I suppose we felt that we'd get a Tipperary that way that we have pace in our team and we'd use it um, I suppose in, lads would be wondering why you're playing a lad 5 foot 7 or 8 midfield uh, but you've probably seen why um, <laughs> he, he just covers every blade of grass he's so honest he doesn't give away the ball um, and he's a trek going forward and he helps out defensively as well and he's a massive engine on him um, and took massive hits for, for a small man Jamie Clark so uh, Niall Hickey was excellent there too um, got the goal and, yeah got the goal and, and was very unlucky not to get another one as a super save off the line um, but yeah look thrilled with, with, with the victory and I suppose it's it's this is why you train and uh, I, I know people always say you know at A, B, C, D competition whatever you want to put it, it's not about it's not about winning trophies it's about days like today yeah. uh, people you only get a medal and a trophy at the end of it but for us this will propel us and all the kids that were here they'll remember this and that'll ensure that they'll want to play with Carlo going forward as well so we have to back it up now next week yeah. uh, that's, that's the point the, I was going to make yeah. the short turnaround you know as I said the leashes in the West Meads yeah. the struggle in, and, and it happened Carlo and Hurling the, the one here a one in Mead came down here flat against Kerry and yeah. then took off in there so yeah. the one we turn around Nile is not easy I just said that to you yeah. it's not easy and I'll tell you why it's not easy Brandon because you only have you have a small panel of players that are able to play at this level yeah. we like we have an influx of players this year probably brought in about 20 players and they're just not up to the S&C work that's needed for inter-county level yet uh, they're training very hard and we'll be lost without them and that's the problem um, so you're left with 80-19 and Carla Hurlers be similar you're, you're a small pool of players from a small county that's nearly split in half with hurling and football so you kind of have half a county um, and so your pool of players gets diluted as you're going along so when you lose two or three like Jordan Morrissey one of the best players in the country was out for us today um, and then we're after losing Dara O'Brien as well who's a stalwart for Carlos experience but missing yeah. Yeah. so I'm just hoping that we don't have as many knocks then for next week um, going in so it'll be light training during the week um, and just looking forward to being in the draw tomorrow Yeah. now go back to today um, performances all round <laughs> yeah. brilliant it changes worked well you were unfortunate to lose Dara earlier but uh, Ross Dunphy's a fine man to be bringing in as well and your changes worked well but collectively I think you're very impressed with the full performance today from the lads and I think from the spectators point of view as well because Carla people don't get much to shout about but as you said earlier they're great people and they're passionate and they've got what they wanted today and you're into round two of the Charleston Cup and that's what you had to do today get them there Yeah absolutely Brendan and um, since I came down to Carla I've got nothing but great support um, you know because results haven't gone away uh, but genuine football people will know that we're building and building and building and we're building up to get this massive victory today and the Tipperary and Munster champions 18 months ago they got promotion from Division 4 should have beaten Cavan in that final that day and they were second favourites for the competition and it's a 20 point turnaround because you lost heavily in, in Semple Stadium a few weeks ago yeah absolutely and um, yeah and, and that was probably a bit false that result uh, I'd say a 5 point defeat probably would have mirrored that better uh, you know own route went off in the black card with 10 minutes to go and they kicked 1-4 uh, so it left a 12 point defeat then but uh, I know we knew we had it in the locker but there was different parts of our game we played Kildare in a challenge there uh, two weeks ago and we played Longford and we played Wexford and we were tweaking things all along and um, thankfully we got it right today 
there's a bit of relief I'm hearing the lads in the dressing room there a bit of relief another there's no All-Irelands one here so your job now is to keep feet on the ground and prepare for next week and, and the final question I will say you mentioned that you told lads to put keep the foot going forward yeah. in the past we've looked at Carlo teams who had some good results but when a forward got to the middle of the park he turned back and went back to the 45 um, I'd pick an own route today he nailed absolutely two crucial scores in the past he would have been directed yeah. probably to go back or play it back but you, you went forward today it counted Niall absolutely and look it tailored I mean I suppose back in, in that regime where Carlo were very successful as well um, they had big men all over the pitch yeah. we had pace so you kind of play to your strength so there was no point in us we had to give up the kick outs there was no point in us we didn't have the big men around the middle eight uh, to compete so we gave up our kick outs for that reason and and you know we decided to really run them as I suppose into the ground as much as we could and, and we did that well and we practised that well in training um, yeah but look I'm going to let the lads enjoy this this evening uh, and then tomorrow we'll do a recovery session and we'll hit the ground running then for next weekend OK and before I do see you next weekend does this make up for Liverpool being defeated last night I know you're a Reds fanatic <laughs> and, Lenc- and Leinster losing the rugby and Kildare losing the Leinster football yeah. final this makes up for all that yeah look and if you had to pick one no disrespect to my own county Kildare I'd be, <laughs> I'd be picking this one <laughs> well, listen, well done thanks friend good man Niall thank you thanks We also caught up with Carlo Captain. Dara, great day in the Carlo jersey. Great team performance. And as captain, you have to be a proud man. Yeah, geez. Couldn't be any prouder today, to be honest, Brendan. Um, the response we're after getting from the lads after a difficult E campaign and then the game against Loud. It's been unbelievable. Not, no one stepped away from the panel and everyone bought into it. And you could see the, the, the came to fruition out there today. The performance was unbelievable. And it's something that we can build on now, which is great, you know. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we keep this going. Quarter final next weekend. It's looking like it could be Saturday. So I just said it to, to the lads short turnaround, you just have to keep your feet on the ground and focus because uh, while there's a brilliant match won here today, there's still a trophy to be won at the end of the tournament. So it's going to be tough. Yeah, but I suppose coming off the back of a big win like that, you want the games ticking fast, you know. You want the lads, the lads to be full of confidence, you know. And you know we have a young team and a lot of speed and that. So lads will recover well now tomorrow. We'll enjoy this as well. We lads will go for a few beers tonight and as a team and as well as Irv. And then we'll be back in training tomorrow and we'll be ready to go next weekend. As captain, what were you most pleased with today apart from the win? I was very pleased with the way we bounced back after the first maybe 10-15 minutes we kicked a lot of wides and uh, a lot of chances went to begging and it would have been easy for lads to drop their heads and say to them Jesus um, isn't our day but you know we kept plugging at it we came in got back right into it and Hickey got a great goal and we just grew in confidence because we knew we were we, were, we knew we were the better team we were way ahead of them in terms of our sprints and everything you know and, and it, we just wanted to put that on the scoreboard and we did in the second half and as I said after the first 15 minutes I was very pleased with it yeah. uh, Looking at it overall and your own performance excellent from our point of view looking in there as well but what does it mean to you as Carlo captain because as I've said there's been a few bad days a few good days a few matches left behind here it's never easy in a county like Carlo but to beat a Tipperary team that had people that say this lad was missing and that doesn't they hadn't many missing that has to be go down as a great Carlo performance um, I don't know Tipperary uh, didn't have many missing we were missing Jerry Morrissey who was probably in his age group probably one of the best in the country so both teams could say that but 
couldn't be any prouder like it's unbelievable it, I, I know sometimes it's easy for lads to step away in that but I, I haven't stepped away because I always believe that there is something in this group you know you delay, I don't want to name lads but to you're speak, unified you, we are and you could see it there in the dressing room and just how what it meant for these boys the effort that to pull in training wise everything is unbelievable and just to see it today and I suppose what really helped was the crowd that we had there as well and it was like I mean, once we got on top we did, the crowd just kept pushing us and pushing us and it was unbelievable and to see the scenes after the match there it's, it's great and I suppose it bodes well for the Talton Cup as well which is good yeah it's great, great for the Talton Cup I asked Shawnee and he kind of laughed at me he said he didn't notice the wind out there but a fellow like you taking freeze and playing up front what was the wind like there oh, the back said they didn't know anything about it but, I, I, but anyway it was windy <laughs> it was windy yeah it, it was an unusual wind because uh, usually it's kind of blown across the field here today, but, uh, to the, into the kind of the opposite, opposite into the tunnel but it was going the other way today and we were I suppose we were trying to find our bearings a bit and I suppose it's something that we can work on and maybe because on the second half we kind of struggled there because we don't, don't have a like left footer like what we could have done by bringing Paul back to the for the left footers off the ground you know but are you listening Paul? <laughs> yeah if he's available give us a shout but uh, um, I know it's something that we can work on but it, yeah we, we left a lot of chances behind but I thought the running power and a bit of cuteness in the lads as well just getting in and knowing that the shot wasn't on and just clipping it over the bar with the face yeah. it was great because once you keep tagging on scores it's always going to be hard for them to come back yeah and while the backs played brilliant midfield cope very very well you know it would be unfair to say the backs were better than the forwards the proper thing to say is as a team performance and a panel performance that, that was as good as you could have asked for as captain oh you couldn't have asked for any more from Choney all the way down like to Hulton Hulton was like every, everyone had a great game you know I thought Mickey Bambrick was excellent there Crowley covered every blade of grass he did and it, but the energy Jamie Clark the man doesn't get much credit but he, I, he's up there as one of the best in the probably the best in the county at the minute you know he's unbelievable the pace he brings to the game he's a big player for us but I, I, you can't just name one lad everyone on the panel was, everyone starting today and the lads came on like Jamie McCabe came on for his championship debut today yeah. and he was excellent yeah. you know which is great that's in well for the future and I'm just delighted for them lads because you can't beat winning a championship game and now the confidence that brings and that'll bring them on tenfold and you went up high so high for a ball there to create the goal there somebody said text me in to say Foley nearly had to bring sandwiches you went up so high so a chip off the old block there Dara great, great ball to win and great day for yourself and the family and Kilbride and Carlo and Jenner ah yeah that's you can just see what it means to everyone there and you know, after playing a few years, these championship wins always are unbelievable, you know, and I'm just delighted for the younger lads there to finally experience it and, as I said, hopefully brings it on and hopefully... I know you're going to say to me on your final answer, you don't care who you get during the next round, was there anyone you would favour? Oh, no, I'm really... York would be a bit of history and that what's going to work. That's it, like, that's it, we've played, we've played uh, Offaly and Westmead one, did they? So we've played both of them before, so yeah, it might be a bit of something different playing New York, but... Whoever, they, whoever gets us going to have a tough game with the pace and that we have in the team so looking forward to next weekend already well let's hope it's mighty fine if it's New York listen well done thanks a million cheers Brendan thanks, thanks very much thanks Dara goal scorer Niall Hickey also spoke to Brendan after the game Niall well done uh, I credit you with the goal and you did get it and well done but uh, a brilliant performance and a great win you have to be happy yeah absolutely delighted. look it's been coming it was a tough league and sure we weren't happy with loud performance either and we knew we knew what was in us and look it, 
at last it came, yeah, so it's great to get the win. It's lovely day, big big crowd in, it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It was a competitive match, wasn't it? It certainly was. You're never you're never gonna get an easy one against Tip. Um, you know, we saw them they're promoted this year in Division Four, very good team. So we knew what we were up against but we knew we were we were well able for them and yeah, it was a hard hitting match but happy to come out the right side of it anyway. Yeah, and tough and yeah, we're against the wind in the second half, but uh, some of the players believe that I always believe that good teams play better against the wind and Carlos kind of a, a young moving team and it did suit you because you picked off a few lovely scores. Yeah, look, this year we, we know we're a, we're a quick running team, so we weren't too worried about the wind. And in fairness, conditions were very close to perfect today. So, um, yeah, no, we were happy enough with the wind against the wind. It didn't really make much difference. We liked to run it and got a few nice scores, but happy okay. enough. You'll have to take it easy this week. No short turnaround, Neil. <laughs> yeah, we, you never know. We might sneak a few tonight, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay, did you dance at Leona Hagen down there a few weeks ago? Uh, no, I was keeping the head down now, keeping the head down. <laughs> That's what you're telling Casey Laura. But listen, exactly. congratulations on your goal and well done in the win with Carlo. Thanks very much. Come on. Thank you. KCLR commentator Brendan Hennessy also had a chat with Sean Bambrick after that match. Here's what he had to say. Shawnee Bambrick, congratulations. Great win for Carlo. Nobody really gave you a chance, but the team believed in yourselves, in themselves and uh, it was a, a gallant performance and a great victory. Yeah, no, absolutely. We were up for it. We were disappointed with how we finished up in the league with uh, you know very few points on the table and I suppose everyone was really writing us off coming into the game, but we were buzzing in training and you know flying fist, so we were up for the game and for sure we showed it out there today like we came away with the win and just, we're just delighted now with that yeah, and we'll move on to the, the quarters now and we'll be up for that as well uh, People were worried at half time because it was a prevailing wind out there how bad was the wind on the pitch? Jeez, I, I was, you didn't notice it? No I didn't anyway <laughs> my ball flew over the bar anyway That was uh, I didn't notice the wind there anyway but uh, yeah no look it was a, a perfect day to be playing football like uh, the sun was shining and th- the crowd was there as well. There was a great crowd in for, for Carlo and that's really a big boost to us when we're playing. Like So, yeah, brilliant stuff. Short turnaround. Next week is the next round draw in the morning, I believe. Yeah, but sure, we're, we're definitely up for it. Like, and, you know, despite the, the short turnaround, you know, we'll be, we'll be flying and raring to go for the next round. Well, listen, well done on your performance then. Well done on the team performance. Excellent. Great for your club, all Lachlan. Well done. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank Cheers. You. Well done. Good man. Thank you. Thank you. Brendan also spoke to Shane Clark and here was his reaction. Shane Clark, congratulations. Great performance for you and a great performance for Carlo. Yeah, unreal. Um, and we believed all week we were going to win. Everyone else writing us off. But I said before, this young team, we have, we have serious runners in the team. And against or with the wind, we knew we'd come out in the second half and push on again. Yeah, tough, tough game. You really played well and gave it your all. And no one faltered. Everybody played their part today. Yeah, as I said, all week we were trying hard. After people writing us off after a low game, long week, you know, five weeks to waste. But... This team is unreal. Everyone fights for each other. There's no club mentality. Everyone's in it together. Delighted for the boys. Everyone is delighted for you as well, and the support was excellent. Yeah, unreal. And the, the Bush Ultras up there on the sand with the flares. You can smell that through the game, all right, but delighted for them. Delighted for all the supporters coming out as well. Well, well done to you. It's a great day for Bagnastown Gales. Well, great day for all the clubs because there's, yeah. there's a great unification there from right across the county, and it's a great day for Carlo and a great win. Ah, it is, yeah. Delighted. Look, delighted. It makes them long winter nights all worth the while, you know, and push on. And I think it's next week or two weeks. Yeah, next week, I believe. Next Next week, yeah, so push on again. Back to train Tuesday night and push on again. Well, listen, well done, good man. Cheers, thanks very well much. Good man yourself.
And Evergreen had a 4-0 victory over Thomastown United on Sunday. We spoke to Evergreen manager Gary Marr after that game. Yeah, I'm here with the victorious Evergreen manager after the KCLR McCallum Cup final, a 4 0 victory for Evergreen. Gary Marr, Evergreen manager, how happy were you with your team's performance? Ah, yeah, absolutely delighted. I suppose we probably didn't get off to the best start. I suppose it was always going to be the case. So we expected Thomas to start strong, as they did. And once we found the full of the game and got the, got the first goal, I suppose we took control from there. We're really happy with the, with the group, really happy performance. We had a few niggles and knocks coming into it. We, we done a bit of rotation, uh, but we always said we have full, full, uh, full belief in anyone that plays in our squad. So we're really happy, yeah, delighted with the performance. Yeah, I suppose Thomastown took a foothold in the game early on, but as you mentioned, those three goals really did um, prove the difference, I suppose, at the end of the game. Set pieces seem to be key. Three your goals, three or four goals came from set pieces. Is that something you worked on the training ground? Yeah, look, we, we, we thank my assistant for that, Connor. Connor puts an awful lot of work on set pieces with the boys, and it's starting to look. We're actually seeing the wars out over the last three or four months, so we're starting to pay off. So, yeah, we do a lot of work on set pieces, to, to, be, to be fair. Yeah, so look, they did swing it, I suppose, in that little period, I suppose, that 10 minute period, we got the three goals, where that kind of probably killed the game and as a contest probably we knew that Thomas would come out with the blocks in the first five or ten minutes second half and we, we always believed once we weathered that storm for that ten minutes we, we, we'd come out the winners Yeah you mentioned weather and the storm there I must say you were seriously composed in the game when Thomas did come out at the start of the first half and the second half in fairness to them they came out strong um, how resilient and kind of just calm when, when, when that storm was coming at you to just kind of ease it off and then get your foothold back in the game and show your quality because it must be said on the ball you were probably a cut above Thomas on the day Yeah look we have massive experience in this group um, we, we knew what was coming we've been here we've been here a number of times we've been here on the losing side we've been here on the winning side so we knew what was coming we knew how to manage it and look composure is a great word that we use a lot in our dressing room and composure and possession at times is, is, is key early on the match we, we went a bit long back to front at times when we didn't need to force it so we had that chat that we had to be composed in possession and uh, look Mikey we got Mikey to drop a little deeper there in the first half just to get on the ball and get his ticking and once we had done that we would get Mikey closer to the goal but uh, yeah look we're really composed really experienced dressing room so you'd have to be delighted with the performance and the win yeah something we noticed on commentary actually was getting Mikey Drennan a lot deeper in the ball he won the man of the match award in the end was that something that you really focused on throughout the game to try and get Mikey dictate and play from deep before you could really get a foothold in the game and move him further forward where you could impact the game in the final third yeah look ideally we don't want Mikey coming too deep to get the ball obviously with Mikey's quality we want him closer to the goal that's where we want him as he was for the first goal but at times you have to just you just see the way he's experienced his quality that you need to just get him back at times and get the ball so and at that times he did he did do that for us and look you have to you have to make the most at times he's an unbelievable talent and you just have to at times you might just have to tell him just quinn and gets on the ball and gets taken and he'd done that for a five or ten minute spot in the first half so really happy there yeah yeah and just obviously looking beyond today's game five McCallum Cups in a row it's an incredible achievement um, for everyone involved in the club none more so than yourself how proud of you of the whole setup, not just of this team but of Evergreen in general to keep reproducing these players and to keep performing on the biggest stages of them all yeah look I, I look I, I manage this team I've been manager now this is my fourth year managing McCallum Cup but it's, it's the players that drive us the players that drive me players that drive it on their belief their hunger to win their hunger to keep winning is, is second to none they're, they're a different gravy group of players you know, and, and as a group we're a collective we, we all want to win we have a belief and hunger we're disappointed with the outside competitions this year that we didn't go one leg further but uh, it wasn't to be but we wanted to keep dominating keep winning in Kilkenny and that's what we have been for the last couple of years but yeah the, the, these group of players are a special group special talent with a special hunger to keep winning and we have to make the most of it and enjoy these occasions Yeah you mentioned they were going one step further in Leinster an unfortunate O'Neill's Junior Cup semi-final defeat to Kilmarnock United um, is that what you're looking forward to next season really trying to attack those competitions you have this season unfortunately maybe proved a bit too much but is that something that you'll definitely be looking at also while we maintain 
maintaining that dominance in Kilkenny looking further and far afield to pick, collect you know, the biggest trophy of them all I suppose Yeah look we were looking for something this club has never done before we're, very dis- we're usually disappointed I don't think it's, it's the hardest loss I've ever taken as long as I've been managing teams uh, with that Leinster semi-final defeat but look you have to take it a chin you have to go with it it will be something when we come back in in July that we'll sit down and we'll talk about how do we go how do we tackle these competitions what do we have to do better than what we've done this year uh, as well but not taking right off the ball locally I suppose the minimum standard we require here is, is our league our local title and then hopefully to go as far as we can in the McCallum Cups but yeah it will be something when we get back in July we'll have a look at and see where we can improve it for the national competitions Yeah and j- just before I let you go Gary um, Premier Division Cup semi-final to come against Bridge United on Thursday um, I suppose you will celebrate tonight obviously an incredible victory but uh, how important is it to add to that league and McCallum Cup title you know another Premier Division Cup would really attest to every all the work being done that you really are dominating in Kilkenny Yeah look I suppose as a club would you believe we never actually won the Premier Division Cup so we, we'll go into that we'll we look forward to that tomorrow night we'll enjoy tonight and we, we'll, we'll have probably sit down on Tuesday we'll probably give tomorrow a miss as well and we'll sit down Tuesday and we'll have a look see where we're at see where we pick up any niggles see where we pick up any knocks see what we can figure out we have a squad rotation we have lads who deserve a crack at that, that cup we've done it in, the lads who played in Highview will get to play again the next day and the lads who didn't play today will get their go in, the, in Bridge United and Torres Night and hopefully get back here next Sunday morning against Thomason Well Gary Mar, congratulations once again on another KCLR McCallman Cup title and uh, thanks very much for speaking to us today on Scoreline Thanks very much Thank you We also caught up with Evergreen Chairman James Walsh. I'm here with Evergreen Chairman James Walsh after yet another Casey Lauren McCallman Cup title for Evergreen, a fifth in a row, incredible achievement. James, um, how proud are you of the whole club to turn up at the biggest stage of them all and win five McCallman Cups in a row? Well, it's, an incredible, it's an incredible testament to the amount of work that goes on in Evergreen and the amount of the, the, the coaching and commitment and uh, the commitment from the squad of players which is a, a, an excellent squad and they've gone a long way in, in the national competitions in the last number of years and uh, happy to be here again to, to win another uh, McCallman Cup. Yeah, obviously you'd have an overview of the entire club. Another AstroTurf gone in. We spoke to you on Scoreline about that actually and, and how, how important Terry Clune and everyone at Taxback was there. But just for the club in general, it continues to grow incredibly. I remember when I was playing schoolboys for Evergreen, it used to be out in Larchfield and now you look at the facilities out to Kells Road and Evergreen Park. It's a testament to everyone involved in the club and it really does bear dividends on nights like the or days like these rather when, when you're coming to the biggest stage of them all and, and you can get players in and get them through the supply line, doesn't it? Yeah, and I, I think that that, uh, that when you've got the, the, the permanent training facilities, that uh, it shows through on the players as the season goes along. That uh, you know, training is never cancelled really, unless there's a storm. It's not because the, the pitch is flooded or there's, there's muck or whatever. Um, so with two astro pitches. We can, uh, you know, facilitate friendlies when necessary with visiting teams. Our our fixtures are rarely cancelled, if ever. Um, so game time. I mean, I think I think it's any sport. Game time is critical to all players at all levels, and that's one thing that uh, the two Astros give us. And and thanks to to Taxback, we we sort of projected. We had the the first Astro. We were considering an, a, a six aside, and when Taxback came along and gave us a, a sort of a, a nudge forward we were able to put in the, the second full-size Astro and it's, it's been a, a massive addition to us. And just on the game today, James, I suppose, you know, it just goes to show how dominant 
Evergreen have been over the last, like I said, getting a fifth title in a row. It's an incredible achievement and the hunger throughout not just the junior squad but the whole club in general to continue to succeed is there for all to see really, isn't it? Well, I think that there's a battle for places in that Evergreen squad and, uh, you know, all credit to Thomas Down and, and, and hats off. Um, they did very well for a period and I think once the goals go in it becomes more difficult but the, the, the quality throughout the, the squad up to 17 or 18 in Evergreen is, 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 is a lot and it's easy to sort of uh, bring players in and continue to dominate games when you have that kind of de- strength and depth um, you know there's, 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 there's excellent players throughout and uh, shows Greeny coming on you know poaching a goal at the end there you know ju- just shows, goes to show the sort of strength and depth is there I spoke to your manager, um, Gary Marr, about now the real hunger to go on and try and show this dominance locally on the national stage and obviously a disappointing defeat in the LFA O'Neill's Junior Cup um, in the semi-final this year. Is there a real sort of target set and a goal throughout the club to try and do something that hasn't been done in the history of the club and to try and bring home that silverware next season now, along with maintaining dominance locally? Oh, well, look, there's no doubt that the, the, the club is still disappointed from four or five years ago with the, with the, with the Junior Cup. Up. and uh, that's the target that has to be the target to, to while, the, while this squad is still together and capable that uh, to, to actually a, a National Junior Cup is the, actual, is the target has to be Yeah. well thanks very much for talking to me today James Walsh Evergreen Chairman and congratulations on a great victory And friend of the show, John Corrigan, the KDL chairman, also had time to speak to Robbie Dowling after that match. And here's what he had to say. Yeah, I'm here with the Kilkenny and District League chairman, John Corrigan, after the Casey Lauren McCallum Cup final between Evergreen and Thomas Town. A brilliant victory for Gary Mars Evergreen side, 4-0. John, we mentioned it last year when I spoke to you after Evergreen's win against New Park. Just a wonderful occasion, whoever's playing. Yeah, it's a, it's a great occasion for football in Kilkenny. Uh, we're blessed today that we have a, a lovely, fine day. You know, great great for, for football, not too warm. And uh, look, we had two very strong teams out there today. On the day, Evergreen were by far the stronger team. And the amount of work that they've put in down through the years has shown because the majority of that team has come up through school boys. You know, and that, that's a nice thing to see. Thomas Town, they're putting in the work as well. Look, they'll be back. They'll be very disappointed this evening, but they're back here again Sunday and uh, from their point of view hopefully they get a better result Yeah, word on the winners Evergreen like you said a lot of them coming up through school boys it's great to see such a production line coming through you know a magnificent club like Evergreen um, how important is that in terms of just building from a youth, from a youth structure and it kind of gives a pathway through for players to be a part of these occasions you know however young they are they know that if they put in the work they can be part of such a monumental occasion Well it's true like it, if, any of the, if you look at clubs that are successful every one of them have a school school by now and a school girl um, set up like if you're just hoping to pick up an odd player from here and there every club you're a club you're living on a kind of a shoestring you know so if you want to be successful you have to do the Evergreens the Freeboozers the Thomas Downs Callens there's an awful lot of minute that are there are people out there every night of the week looking after different age groups from 8, 6, 7, 8 up along and look it does pay dividends and 
listening to the radio, listening to yourself on the radio there of a Saturday, and you're talking about people from Kilkenny clubs that are actually playing in the League of Ireland. We have a couple playing in England. You mentioned today that the lads winning scholarships, coming back and playing football. Like it's absolutely fantastic, but it comes from the ground up. Yeah, you mentioned players going out far in there. You think of the likes of Ellen Malloy for Thomastown, a schoolgirl, obviously part of Thomastown when she was younger. Thomastown today, disappointment for them, but what they're doing as well at their club is is good to see, and they could be in, they will be in a Premier Division or in a Premier Division Cup next weekend against either Evergreen or Bridge United. So a lot to play for, yeah, for them. Oh, definitely, definitely, and they've been involved in school by cups uh, during during the week. I didn't see any of them myself, but they've been in, they've been involved, and like Ellen Malloy has been spoken about from the time she was an under seven when we heard lads talking about this mini Messi that was coming up and like she's proved it but there's there's other chaps down in Thomastown all the way back to um, the ch- chap at the Reddies you know pl- played with Thomastown that was the start of it and they've had some fantastic players but they also have fantastic people in the background and that's where, where a lot of it comes from you know you have to have people prepared to be there and put in the work with the kids the kids will turn up it's to have the lads there to, to, to give them the, 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 the know-how. Yeah, I think it's fair to say both of these clubs certainly have uh, volunteers that are ready to give the pathway there for schoolboys and schoolgirls to move forward. I spoke to you last year after the final. It was a 1-0 victory for Evergreen against New Park. It was a very different situation, of course, with COVID still rife. Um, the leagues didn't go ahead that year. This is the first season, I believe, since 2018-19 that a complete season uh, has come to the end. Um, how kind of refreshing has it been able to see teams and clubs from all levels back on the pitch for a full season, league and cup? But from the league's point of view, it's fantastic. But from the players themselves, to be able to go out and play games, it must be fantastic, you know. And yes, we went. We've got through a full season. We've had the Marsh Shield, we've had the McCallum Cup, we've had the, all of the league, leagues and all the divisional cups. And um, you know, it, it's fantastic to be able to say, look, all our competitions were won on the field this year, and there was no team left behind. So that's that's the main thing. Yeah, and obviously there's still a couple of divisional cup finals to go before the season incomplete. But looking forward to next season. Um, when, when do you expect it to start? Usually around August, September time, a bit later for school by school girls. Is that correct? Normally, well, I'm stepping down myself this year, but normally I'd start the Premier Division and Division 1 in or around the end of August because it coincides with Leinster and FAI Junior Cups and it gives the teams, the likes of the Premier teams that want to play in that, it gives them a bit of competitive football before they go out. And uh, the school boys then come in probably just the first week of September once they go back to school because the school is really the connection point with, with young lads. So it'll be up and ready. There'll be someone have it up and ready for them. And just before I let you go John congratulations on a great tenureship as the chairman of the Kilkenny District League how do you reflect on your time as chairman how do you see Kilkenny f- football school boys school girls and beyond has moved forward and uh, what do you think you, uh, the next kind of chairman in can build on well, as chairman, I've been chairman for the last uh, six or seven years, and look, it's uh, I look at it with pride that I was chairman of such an, an organisation. But from the time I came in on the committee, I'd like to look back with, with the ways that I came in with. Like since since then, clubs have have improved. Not to do with me, they've improved. Like. Freebooters have won four Leinster Junior Cups. We've won a, added to the Oscar Trainers. We've won Youths Interleague. We've won Schoolboys Interleagues. And we've won the Gainer Cup, which was a, a great achievement. So overall, clubs and football has improved. And I'd like to think that I had some small involvement in it. That would be it. Well, I must say, from working in KCLR, you've had more than a small involvement. Congratulations, John. And uh, thanks very much for speaking to us today. Thanks very much. T- talk to you. Keep free. 
That's all for now. Hope you enjoyed the show and listening back to all of that post-match analysis and conversation. We'll be back here same time, same place next week. And don't forget, you can catch the live show every Saturday and Sunday from 2pm. We'll chat to you again soon. Mm-hmm.